Hello, welcome. You're backstage at the Bluebird. Hey y'all, it's another episode. We're on episode two. That's, that's, that, I'm, I'm, I, that's my thing now. I have to start each episode with hey y'all. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I like to start things with hey y'all. And I do four minutes of that. And I shake it like a Polaroid picture. <laughs> and then I uh, start presenting. My name is Andrew Jones. I've not seen Nashville before. I am Johnny Ellis. And I've seen Nashville and I've been to Nashville. The trifecta almost? Almost. Because you're talking about Nashville. And I've been to the Bluebird, which is uh, where we are right now. Well, yeah, we've all been to the Bluebird. We're literally backstage <laughs> at the Bluebird this very moment. <laughs> Duh. Um, and uh, we're, this is the second episode. The second, second episode, episode of season one and the second episode of the podcast. What's the episode we're talking called? Uh, we are, today we're discussing uh, episode two, season one of Nashville. I can't help it. Brackets, if I'm still in love with you. Which is interesting, because I was watching this on uh, Sky's Now TV system in the UK, and the brackets part, it was completely excised. So they were mm, taking I the grammatical maybe... attitude of, oh, well, brackets in maths mean do that first, whereas brackets in English language mean you can ignore it if you want, it's just extra detail. I um, I thought maybe it was because it was too long. But, hmm. Yes, mm-hmm. well, everything's too long, that's the problem. Well, um, it's, it's any... lockdown's too long. Any any guesses as to where the uh, the the title... natural where it takes place it takes place in the natural. <laughs> I'm glad we're two episodes in. Finally, <laughs> figured that out. The, the mystery um... <laughs> that served the entire show. Sorry. Um, any any guesses as to where the, uh, the the episode title comes from? Is it a song? It is a song. You know why you know I would guess song? it's a song? Oh, why? Because usually song titles will then have a bracket at some point. Yes. Two yeah. Saturday night's all right for fighting. <laughs> Only for fighting, nothing else. No, um, exactly. Saturday night's all right. You know, it's like, hey, it's good for fighting. <gasps> the addition made it a twist. Um, well, this is named after a Hank Williams song. Um, Hank Williams is, is quite well known in the country music sector. Okay. Uh, recorded March 16th, 1951. That's a long time before Nashville. It is, it is. But, he, he knew it was it a long be time a before Nashville, the city? Uh, no, I believe it was recorded in Castle Studio, Nashville, the city. So. Oh, in said city, interesting. <laughs> yes, yeah. Um, Cat Power apparently covered the song in their 1996 album, uh, My Cat Relief. Pa- Cat Power, of course, is what we all felt on December 20th, 2019. <laughs> oh, fun times. Um, we should do a Cats Minute podcast. You're nope. right. We'll add that to the list. Um, what are they? <laughs> I'm going to make you do that now. <laughs> um, so, um, this is one of, one of the. Uh, well, one of the first episodes uh, of Nashville. It is. It is. I mean, uh, but Hank Williams. I was looking up the song and I saw that he sang the song with Anita Carter on the Kate Smith Evening Hour on April 23rd, 1952. And this is just stuff you know off the top of your head. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, um, it's one of the, like, one of the rare TV appearances. Um, of Hank. And one of the, yeah, of one of the few clips of him in performance. But do you know who Anita... recording virtual reality material. Yes. Of course. <laughs> He's touring with, the, with ABBA later. Oh, um, my goodness. He has a hologram <laughs> up and everything. Um, but do you know who Anita Carter is? No. Uh, I'm guessing one of the Carter sisters? Yes. The youngest, oh, the youngest, the youngest. daughter of Ezra and Mother Mabel. So, yeah. Um, okay. Okay, so wait, hold on a second. So, June, <laughs> Anita, and who else? Peggy? What? In- the Carter sisters. <laughs> Which wow, one? really? No, let's name some. Could you give me some of the Carter sisters? How many were there? You want the Carter sisters? Yeah, yeah let's okay. just get some context for this. Uh, hold on. Was June middle? Was June eldest? Um, I believe. Hold on, I didn't. You weren't prepped for this. <laughs> I wasn't prepped for this. I, I'm sorry. I this. You know, you have such an affinity for John, Johnny and Carter Cash. I know. I would I know. assume you know yeah. all of everyone's family so trees. <laughs> There's June, Helen, and Anita. Okay, Helen. Yes. Yeah. Which one's the middle? I. Uh, I know uh, it takes time. I believe Helen. 
<laughs> if you believe it, it will be. <laughs> Is that your attitude? No, June, June was June was middle. Sorry. Okay, right. Yeah, the middle child who amounted to nothing, as they usually do. No, I mean they they all talk together and stuff, you know. Yeah, but they're, they're you know, part of a tribal family. Usually, like the young one is like, "Oh, she's cute; she'll go far." The old one is like, "Oh, she's established; she knows what she's doing already." The middle one's like, "Ah, she's kind of in the wishy washy wee; she won't do anything." And uh, Jim Carter did nothing, right? Oh she yeah, yeah, famous. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So that's that's all I've got on the titles. <laughs> Let's get into the episode. Can I now, can so. I ask? Can I ask? I do want a spoiler for the rest of the show because. Last week's okay. episode was simply titled Pilot. Right. Um, after this, is it a bit like uh, Cougar Town, which all titles of that show were based on uh, Tom Petty and the Heartbreaker songs? <laughs> I, I, not, I don't expect all natural shows to be titled after Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, because <laughs> the episode two already bucks that trend. Um, are they names of songs? Are they all song titles? Or are they just kind of willy-nilly throwing around what thematically fits? Well, I wasn't going to uh, let you know this. I was oh, going to okay. sort of get through the series, but I, I, I suppose I'll spoil <laughs> it for you. Fuck it. Uh, series one, season one, um, oh, just, all the episodes are titled one. after uh, Hank Williams songs. Okay, right. So, so there, you're happy? I've ruined it for you now. Oh, no, no point in continuing. <laughs> okay, okay, sorry. Um, I was just wondering if it's just yeah. That's cool to know that it's very specific and it's yeah. not like right. We like the title of this song. We like the title of this song, and yes, they're linked by being of the genre of country, or maybe they were recorded in the same studio over time or the same hmm. decade. But beyond that, there's no real textual connection. But this way, that's much more interesting. You're getting into this now. I love it. I like um, connections. I like meaning. And you like country music. Say it. Say it. I tell you what I do like, and I was thinking about this during the uh, last performance piece. Okay. I like a, I like a slide guitar. Okay. I do like the well, kind of the, the interesting wave of a slide guitar. Right. It, it's very comfortable. Maybe because I did a documentary a couple of years ago, and someone used that a lot as right. like the the composition of the music I was editing with. Yeah. So it's just within me, like <laughs> endless nights of listening to it. But it's yeah. just something. It's something very nice and soft. It, you can't really play it at a fast pace. Yeah. It's very tranquil and almost ethereal and, you know, um, euphoric. Well, before we get to that uh, sure. final song. Oh, oh, oh yeah, um, I'm not getting to the final song. I'm going to the instruments. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we've got a lot of instrument um, talk. We do. We do have a bit of an instrument talk. But, but let's, let's, let's first start. Let's start. Let's go. After our usual little previously, previously on Nashville, which we didn't get last episode, strangely enough. Weirdly. Pilot did not previously on. We didn't get to see the history of Nashville before the cameras rolled. Yeah. Um, I did a Catherine Bigelow style animated <laughs> But um, we're in the car with uh, Raina, Maddie, and oh. I always forget the youngest one's name. Which um, is weird because it's Anita Carter. <laughs> <laughs> Daphne. Daphne. Um... Because I keep thinking of of, uh, of Velma. <laughs> her name is Maisie in real life, Maisie Stella, and I just that's what I. No, Maisie Lennon. What's going on with me? Um, so we're in the car us. and they're on the way to school, but they are stuck in traffic. Yeah, there's traffic in Nashville, like it's a regular bustling city with gridlock, yeah. regular gridlock. No, no abnormalities here, though, right? Well, what's what's causing the traffic this time? Uh, yeah, I heard you roadworks. Well, you'd, you'd think so, but it's yeah. a telescope. A well, telescope? It's a music, a Hold on a second. Video. Is there a meteorite or something? It's a music video for telescope. A music and video for a of, telescope? <laughs> one of Juliet Barnes's new songs, Telescope. <gasps> Juliet Barnes. She's an up-and-coming singer of a love pop <laughs> sensation. Um, She's going to go far. Now, there is, there is an actual music video, which I did watch the other night, um, of Telescope, frame which is... No, it's a very different music video to the one that we see being recorded. Are you so saying the one... there aren't there aren't girls with uh, red tops and jean shorts? No, That's this right. one is um, the the real one is it's filmed like in like Hayley an empty warehouse. Giant King, and it's all about. Um, I don't. I guess it's Hayley Not yeah, it's like an empty warehouse kind of is thing. Is it like this is America? No, no, it's she's... an empty warehouse and people just walking around. Well, she at one point she looks through a telescope to a window across the street somewhere, and um, her her significant other clearly is um, cheating. Is on her. yeah, cheating on her. <gasps> and so, I uh, and I remember there was a um, 
a moment where she had him strung up upside down in the in the warehouse towards the end of the song. So yeah, it's that. a very it's a very different um different feel. This yeah, one's much that doesn't seem like an ABC appropriate kind of This movie. one's a brighter uh feel in the okay. uh, in the T V world. Um Whereas that's much more of a darker fifty shades. Yes. Um yeah, yeah, it's definitely darker. So yeah, like tonally. Um, um so this is filmed uh, at the Musica statue or sculpture. It's a bronze statue. Um That's sculpture. Sits upon a grassy knoll at the centre of Traffic Rotary. Uh, traffic Rotary. Yes. Between, is that um, just their way of saying a roundabout. Yeah, apparently so. Okay. Um, America, accept the roundabout as a concept, please. <laughs> it's good. Um, it's so it's between our uh, Division Street and 16th Avenue North in Nashville, which is also known w, as. And what's what's after Division Street? Division Street and 16th Avenue North. And, is, yeah, but what's what's between? Okay, is there something after like 16th Division? Is there another thing after? Uh, that? No, no, it's it's not a uh, it's not a math problem. Oh, I was going to work this one out <laughs> so well. Yeah, no um, idea. I like my longs. But it's also known as the Music Row Roundabout. Because it's near it's, Music uh, Row? Yeah. Or it's, it's in the heart of it? Sort of at the end of Music Row. Probably. Oh, right. Okay. Um, so, so Rain is driving towards Music Row, or is she just driving naturally and she's passing her old I things? think she's just passing Music Row, yeah. Um, so it's built by uh, Alan Lequire. It's his largest sculpture commission. Mm-hmm. Um, 36 feet tall. Okay. Uh, and there's five, five figures which spring from the base. Um, and four more rise up in the centre, floating above the others. Um, oh, so it's kind of like a frame to some degree. Yeah, it's. I've got a quote from uh, Le Quire like, like, like maybe work. like a house that Jack might build, kind of thing. <laughs> I've got, I've got a quote. I, I, I deep dove into this. Good. Uh, I'm glad you're getting into sculpture. This is a side podcast seconds. called Sculpture Talk. <laughs> yeah, it's called, welcome to the Sculpture Talk. Um, so Laquire writes that uh, dance is the physical expression of music and the piece is intended to convey that feeling to the viewer in composition which is simple, exuberant and celebratory. The theme is music because of the historical and economic significance of the site, Nashville. It's the heart of music row, the area and the artistic activity for which Nashville is best known. It conveys the importance of music to Nashville past, present and future and represents all forms of music without reference to any one form or style. I'm going to have to pull up the image of it now because I'm interested. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? I'm because the I... idea of, of, of a freeze frame of dance or movement to some degree is quite interesting. Usually they're quite stoic as a sculpture's intent. Mm. But yeah, okay, so there's moving bodies, they've got hands flailing in the air and they're connected to each other, they're holding onto each other. It's both community and there is a sense of pushing forward or pushing upwards to different places. He also intended for the work to make a statement about the multiculturalism slash diversity and racial harmony. By painting it all green? Yes. Okay. Um, so yeah, God, we're not even... <laughs> So yeah, what do you think of the uh, of the little bit of telescope that we hear? Um, it's not my cup of tea when it comes to music. It's uh, very poppy, but very empty poppy. It's not got any real meaning to it, except yeah, you know, yeah. Just she feels very chatlong. She feels very Taylor Swift to me. Yeah, with like I mean, know, that she's... seems to be what they're going for with yeah. her. Is she's going for the Taylor community, the drifting country, from but... country, but you know, yeah. drifting into the uh, pop market led by people who are telling her what she should be doing, as opposed yeah. to, you know, people who know what she should be doing. And she's only for 12-year-old girls, as uh, yeah. one of one of her, um, her behind-the-scenes guys says that she hears, like, she she walks past him saying, oh, yeah, you'd like this music if you're a 12-year-old girl. And she says, fire him, uh, even though she does agree with him. Yeah, she's, but she doesn't want to hear it. Obviously. Yeah, she doesn't want it. She doesn't want uh, be confirmed um so yeah uh next we're at a uh, stage rehearsal with Raina, mm. and there's a new idea last last week the idea was go on tour with uh this new this new young girl who you are starting to despise yeah very quickly <laughs> despise when they're both having problems with each other yeah but this this week they're thinking how about because um Raina's manager saw 
Windows Manager. Uh, <laughs> I should know this. <laughs> Shit, hold on. This. Uh, I keep getting a Rainer's manager and uh, Juliet's managers mixed up. Right. So, Rainer's manager mm-hmm. is. Hold on. <laughs> we might have to edit a bit here. No, no, keep it all in. <laughs> the police have come by to give you a bit of help. They're yeah. doing the detective work here. Yeah. <laughs> Who is Rainer's manager? Is it the one I'm thinking of? Yes. It is. <laughs> yes. Um, is it Heisenberg himself? Glenn or Bucky? Hold on. Hold on. We'll get there. We'll get there. Will we? We will. We will. I don't know how you don't have like the players all lined up in front of you. I know. I've got lots of tabs open. But um, I assume you print out like a, a page of you oh, know, no, faces and names <laughs> and you know date of births. And resumes, like you're doing the <laughs> runaway jury situation. You're Gene Hackman, just kind of trying to fit them all in. That's a reference for everyone, right? Remember runaway jury? <laughs> <laughs> I've just got the rural juror in my head now. Yeah, you remember the rural juror? <laughs> Bucky. Bucky. Bucky is oh, a okay. manager. Not who Bucky, played Bucky by David Alford. You may also know from care. Stoker. I've seen Stoker. Yes, he was reverent in Stoker. I don't and he's also in Red Dead Redemption 2. He plays I've, the I've local pedestrian population voice. <laughs> remember that they, character? My favourite character? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, works, works, the, new idea works, for, the new idea for Reyna mm-hmm. is uh, to go back to what made her do country music in the first place. Her and Deacon go on yes. tour together. The smaller duos. venues makes it a sold out tour instead of going for the the big don't go arenas. For stadium, don't go for an arena. Yeah. Go for like a what a, a thousand seater. Yeah, um, comfortable size, obviously. Yeah, a decent theatre, a decent musical venue, good acoustics, but you haven't got like the insane amount of uh, crew and theatre work, stagehands, and unwielding amount of seats that just can't be filled anymore. Exactly, and Bucky there is no shame with... about a smaller venue. And Bucky came up with this idea thanks to the end of last week's episode with um, Scarlett and Gunner singing. And that connection that they had up on stage reminded him of Reno and Deacon back in the day. How they used to be. Yeah, how they used to be back in the day. But but how they used to be back in the day. Now, forgive me, this is also kind of skipping ahead, but also confirmed from last week. Yes. How they were from back in the day is not how these people are back in the day now. Because back in the day, Reno and Deacon... We're getting their deacon. They they were they were, which we'll we'll find out a bit later because uh, during the um, uh, yes. what is it they keep calling it? It's a meeting that Teddy wants Rayner to have it's because he's going up. Procedure. Yeah, it's an investigation just to into each other just to make sure there's no kind of you know vulnerabilities. Yes, that was it. A vulnerability study. Yes, uh, meeting. Um, and so, it was a vulnerability study with a uh, ballpoint pen. With a ballpoint pen, yes. Yeah, done by uh, Professor Plum, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so, so, but the thing is, the two you're talking about, Claire Bowen and Tyler Guy, yeah. they, they don't have that going on yet. Not yet. She's got I'm, a boyfriend. Tyler Guy really wants it. <laughs> You can know you can already tell his puppy dog eyes whenever he looks at her, and he he flat out said to her uncle, "I can't keep my eyes off it last week, so something's going to happen." Nah, we've <laughs> no, only got six seasons like... to go. Nothing's going to yeah. happen. There. That's not how that's not how television works. <laughs> but her boyfriend, her boyfriend. Well, yeah, her boyfriend uh, will come to in a bit because um, first we're going well we've. Raina's told Teddy the plan and he's not happy because her, her and Deacon had a past relationship. He's not very comfortable. Um, but, you know, she wasn't very comfortable when he decided to run for mayor. And at least she's coming to talk about her it. old friend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, so now we're at the Bluebird. Yay! We are. That's true. Um, Wait, Ray Ray the is there. 
Yes. Right. Who? Walter White's there. Watty White. Ah, um, great making. <laughs> uh, is there? Loves um, praising Scarlet and Gunner from the the music last last episode. Yeah. Um, she's very. Uh, Scarlet is very. Uh, not sure whether she can go for like recording songs. You know, it's not her thing. She's uh, just a poet. But. Yeah, she said she's not a songwriter, but he says you're not a songwriter, but you'll do till one comes along. Kind of <laughs> rude, really. Yeah, um, uh, But he, he, he makes him a deal. He says, put three songs together, you and Gunner, and I'll cut the demo myself. I mean, if what he wants going to cut your demo, that's that's pretty big. Well, I usually find some of his demos a bit stepped on these days. I wish it was a bit more pure. Yeah. Well, um, so then uh, Scarlet wanders off. She's she's working. She's waitressing. Well, of course, uh, she's working as a waitress in a bluebird yeah. cafe. <laughs> she has work to do, but uh, to Gunner, he says, uh, you're going to get where you're going, but you'll get there a hell of a lot faster with her. True Which fact. Is, it kind of is, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll talk about it in a bit, but like when we see Gunner singing on his own, I, 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 would, I would buy all his albums. <laughs> Um, oh yeah, but you, you, I, I saw you during that part, and you got puppy dog eyes for him. So it's this weird continual cycle. I did, I did. and I have puppy dog eyes for you. So you know, it's a very strange cycle. And that's why um, So we're backstage uh, at the rehearsal with Rena, mm. um, sort of in the corridors backstage, and Juliet bumps into Deacon, and says, "When are we going to finish writing this song that we we're writing?" Yeah. Um, and then Rena pops up and says, "Oh, I thought I was running late." Come on, get the fuck in here. Um, that's that's verbatim. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's very dark. This uh... yeah, it's a surprising adult for an ABC yeah. Studios production. Yeah, I wouldn't um, believe the House of Mouse was involved. <laughs> uh, and so Juliet says, "Oh, I heard about the tour, and congratulations." I mean, sounds sounds good. And Wayne says, "Oh yeah, so yeah, we thought we'd just do a show for people who love actual music." I mean. Which the, the I mean, cattiness, true. the cattiness between these two, and then um, <laughs> Juliet fights back with um, just says outright to Deacon in front of Rayner that her offer still stands if he changes her mind, if he changes his mind about going on tour with Rayner mm. in front of Rayner. She's yeah. got about five hundred miles worth of nail. Rayner says, um. Um, to which Deacon just says, you know, we're just songwriting, but, you know, we know where songwriting leads. We know what, what writing songs means in Nashville now. I know I've written a lot of songs in my life, so. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Most of them solo art. Um, so now we're at Avery and Scarlett's house, which we were talking about. I think that's the, this is the first this time. This is 100% been... the first time we've been yeah. in their domestic domicile. I think we were in their domestic domicile, yes, uh, last week. I don't um, think we were. But I don't think we saw an exterior. We certainly didn't see an exterior. I don't recall them ever being, you know, trapped in a room together. That's the thing. All right. They were always kind of uh, just yeah, gallivanting yeah, around yeah, separately. Yeah. I have watched this episode far too many times, so <laughs> I'm probably mixing it up. Oh, it's almost like you're, you're, you're worth doing the podcast for then. <laughs> As opposed to me, who's seen it once 20 minutes yeah. ago. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, so we're at their house. Um, a manager was supposed to come and see Avery play tonight, but it's just bailed on him. What? Yeah, his Dick. band needs a break. His band needs 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 their big break, and mm. that manager was hope was going to be that big break. You never know. Um, it could have been. Scarlett's got some news for him, but he's he's moaning about this, and she kind of can't tell him the news. Yeah, it's almost like he's she wrapped forgets. up in himself, and he's just not being a good boyfriend, which is weird, because I assume they're going to be together forever, because they seem good together. Oh yeah, He's never yeah. had eyes for anyone else, or dismissed her entirely as a human construct. Yeah, and he's not had like a um, multi-platinum award-winning, I imagine, uh, musician uh, outright flirt with him in front of her. No, exactly. Yeah. Well, or at I least mean... an MTV Teams Choice Award. Yes, at least that, yeah. 100% got that. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, um, Scarlet still hasn't told Avery about what happened to the Bluebirds that night. Um, Yeah. Wonder if that will come up. Um, So, we're back with Deacon and Rainer, which my notes have again changed to Ryan. 
Right, um, so uh, yeah, Deacon and Ryan are together. <laughs> and the question, is this the part in which uh, we hear music again from the car? Uh, yes, yeah. Okay. So, so they're yeah. outside, they're leaving, the, they've finished rehearsal. And right, so we skipped asks, over the rehearsal entirely. Yeah. Uh, she asks if um, Juliet did make him an official office offer. Um, she did, but he's not touring with her, though. Oh. He's touring with Raina. Yeah. So she, she feels better. She goes yes. off, and just as she's leaving, who does she see turn up in a big Chevrolet pickup Playing truck? Playing some non-electronic dance music this time. Yeah. Some almost but, normal music for the kind of person she is to listen to, if she wants Julia to be a bit more respected. It's oh, it's her. Like, it's almost like she's been waiting for Deacon to finish up so she can just nab him. Do you reckon she was also playing... trying to kind of, if she could, oh, yeah. hobble Rainer a little bit with the cards, knock <laughs> her ankles a little? Oh, yeah, yeah. Give, give her a sense of misery. She opened her door as she drove past. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't put it past her. Yeah. So, Maybe um, later in the season. She, gets, she, she picks up Deacon and they go and write, to, write together. Yeah, Chip Heston's going to get some writing done, if you know what I mean. And they're writing shake on, his uh, pen out. on Juliet's private property. Ooh. Which who once owned this land? Tammy Wynette. Is that the second time we've had Tammy Wynette's yep. name? Yeah. Yes, it or is. We've heard every, Tammy Wynette's music last week, right? But they had think, a mention about they talked yeah. about Tammy yeah, as well, specifically. Yeah. About her legacy. Uh L E G A C Y. Yeah. Um Juliet wants to build a house one day. They say she can Come and be herself, but who she's going to be the rest of the time, says Deacon. Whoever yeah. my manager says will sell the most records. See, it's all about the industry. It's not about the people. It's about the people you think you want the people to be. Exactly. Nothing well, um, now Juliet whips out a guitar for Deacon to geek out on. And 1938 Martin 0042, I think is what they called it. I don't know much about guitars, but it did look pretty but shiny. We, but we know how much it cost. Yep, we do know how much they it costs. made multiple mention. Um, so they're ready to get to it, he says. Yeah. But not making out, that's what Julia thinks. Oh, she uh, is. Writing songs is all about. She is licking her lips, but no one's kissing her away. But that's not how songs get written. I mean, people want her to stay, baby, baby, baby. <laughs> It's not how songs get written, but it's what songs get written about. That's a good line of dialogue. It is, it is indeed. There's a lot of good lines of It's a good bit of information about how music works. Um, so then they start strumming away to... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me? <laughs> he whips out his guitar and strums away. I didn't mean to say that. Uh, well, we're here now, <laughs> aren't we, Johnny? He flicks, he away, flicks the strings to... Um, to they're starting to play Undermine, which we hear fully later. Not fully, up, but mostly, yeah. 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 Um, now we're back with Rainer. Um, with Coleman uh, apologising about not turning up for the mayor uh, candidate candidacy announcement. Yep. Um, what what was we... she doing? Sorry, what was she doing during that time? Oh, she was uh, she was supporting her husband. Oh, uh, just Any... normal supporting nothing. Just like, hi, I'm going to be with you, and we're just going to hang out together. That's yeah, because right? um, Teddy's Teddy's announcement was at the same time, but she'd already announcement said yes what, to Coleman. That's what sorry for mayor. For mayor, they're going to run against each other. I know. Her lover and her friend. <laughs> That's awkward. Um, and the only reason uh, that this is happening is because Coleman turned down a baseball baseball field idea from uh, Daddy. How was that, Booth? Daddy. Yeah. No, nope. we're not calling him that. Raina <laughs> can call How was Booth, Daddy? I just saying that word now made the pit of my stomach despair. <laughs> Father. Oh goodness. Um, and Raina's off to a fundraiser tonight. That's what we hear, we find out in this scene. Uh, yeah. And next, we're back in the Bluebird. Hey, 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 back in the Bluebird. It's like we never left. It is. We, we, it is like we never left. We're never really here. Um, <laughs> what we doing so, in the Bluebird? Um, well, Gunner wants to meet outside the Bluebird. Uh, with Scarlett and talk about what he waits offer. Mm. Um, so Scarlett says, "Oh, sure. What are you up to tonight?" 
And Guy says, "Well, I'm free. I'm, 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 I'm all yours. You can, you know, do with me what you want. I'm, I'm completely free." She says, "Perfect." Yeah, she says, "Perfect. Come and see my boyfriend play in this, with his band tonight, <laughs> and I'll see you there." Can, can you cuck someone you're not in a relationship with? <laughs> it's 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 adorable how like how blind she is to this. Hey, I want you to come over. What are we doing? Oh, no, no, I want you to come over to the zone, the friend zone. <laughs> for now, for now. Oh, no, I think she's going to marry her boyfriend. Oh, she's, she's, she's going to marry they her boyfriend. Yeah. And it's perfect and nothing's going to go wrong. <laughs> um, Six seasons left, guaranteed. <laughs> and a movie. Um, <laughs> so next, we're at, a fun, at the fundraiser with Raina. Yeah. Um, she... Sees her husband briefly, and then her husband's stolen away from her. Oh, he no. has to do mayoral, mayoral candidate duties. Shake uh, hands so she, baby. It's not yeah, the other way around. Exactly. Um, so she hangs out with some uh, some girlfriends, and um, yeah, they all say hello together at the same time. Yeah. it's really creepy. And they're talking about that traffic this morning. Did you oh, see that traffic this, this morning? morning? I thought it was yesterday. No, no, I think it was this morning. Really? Maybe yesterday. Yeah, um, it was yesterday. But uh, you might be late, right, actually. Say yeah. I was late the other day. Um, and uh, when is she going to release a new album? We'd love it. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing. One of the, one of the friends <laughs> says, um, no, no, one of the people she's just meeting. Yeah, yeah. True. She's not friends. Yeah, new friend. New friend, friend. now, surely. Oh, yeah, new friend. Um, well, in her music. I'm such a big fan. I mean, I can't wait for you to release a new album. You need to release out. She's got a new album. A new album is out. It's out, out. Oh, is it? Can I can I yeah. buy a Starbucks, Johnny? Yeah. Well, you know, we never do get the answer. That is the that is the oh, big unanswered yes. question of yeah, Nashville. That is like the biggest uh, <laughs> enveloping fear at the moment is will Starbucks sell Rainer's album? <laughs> um, well, I've got a feeling she... the season finale will explain this. Oh. <laughs> Can't I mean, this is to get to the sweet little money. Um, <laughs> this is the JJ Abrams production. The mystery box is the Starbucks. Yeah, mystery box. <laughs> Thank you. Here we week. Um, so, um, so she she kind of makes a quick escape and uh, bumps into Daddy. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never not using that. Um, and his and eyes, his eyes are piercing through his everything. eyes are piercing. I um, mean, I know he's yeah, obviously on the job at this point, but his job seems to be piercing into everyone's soul and ripping them apart. I I and do I love, love it. I do love Lamar and Rayner's uh, relationship. They like they kind of hate each other, but they 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 know they have to get along. Yeah, they got to they got to um, do what they got to do. He's not happy that she went to the home of her husband's opponent, and she says, "Well, I had to apologize because of what you fucking made me do." So you know. Sure, eat it exactly. Well, you know, stop moaning about it. Did you just say eat um, it? <laughs> eat it, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> I didn't realize she, this was very weird. Alba, she, she puts <laughs> she puts a middle finger up and says, Sit and spin, daddy. Um, <laughs> she calls him fat, fat, you know it, really, really fat. <laughs> um, so she's she not talking. What's that smell? Smells like Nirvana. <laughs> because um, she's white and nerdy so she um she starts talking about this invulnerable this vulnerability not invulnerability vulnerability study that she's got to do this little meeting um she says to daddy what's what's all this about and he says oh it's it's you know it's, in, it's insurance he says i'm it's sorry shop. if you're it's stop it's standard operating procedure we know yeah. it and uh he says i'm sorry if you're so threatened maybe if you felt you had nothing to hide What's she got to hide? Yeah. Do you have any idea what she's got to hide? I reckon, right. Yeah, right. That Raina encased nine people, is it? In some sort of <laughs> and put them up on a structure in Music City, just to, a music road, just to show her power. And you said you didn't know how this season ends. <laughs> I'm just saying, as a writer, that's what I was Juliet doing. becomes that extra person. Oh my goodness! I do wish had an extra had a one that was dripping. Oh that. yeah, it was like freshly painted. So I'm guessing mm. that's what that was. Um, <laughs> no, is um, it Miscridge? Is they do one of those like uh, Miscridge or or babies and her child became Juliet Barnes? Is that the twist? Uh well, we'll have to keep watching. You'll never tell. 
Um, so one of I love the line she says as she's leaving, as she's walking away from uh, Lamar, and she's like, "There must be somebody at this party I could enjoy talking to." Her own father, Lamar, daddy. Sorry, daddy. I'm trying. I'm trying to use Lamar more now because I feel bad. And then, and then you say who? So I have to. I have to go back to daddy. <laughs> never go back to. Once you don't, once you go, daddy, you never go back. <laughs> once you go, daddy, you're always the baddie. Oh god. Um. So now we're back songwriting with Deacon and Juliet. Oh, um, and oh, singing. is that what you're calling it? Uh, yeah, that's what the kids call it these days. Um. And they are singing Undermine. Now, what did you think of Undermine? It's a very nice little joint. It is, isn't it? It was written by Casey Musgrave, Musgraves and Trent Dabbs. Uh, Trent Reznor? No. He just dabs a little. You know, I I dab every so often when I listen to Nine Inch Nails as well. (laughs) I mean, who doesn't? Um, But you you, you liked it? Good song? Yeah, it was nice. It was very comfortable. It is. It's It's much more restrained than some of the other ones have been lately. Mm. It's more Um, emotional. I like emotion. Well, Deacon's impressed. Of course. with Julia, but that's not much of a compliment if he's that surprised, you know. She is, after all, a singer. Yeah, is she? Why is he impressed at her singing and her songwriting, you know? Um, because she doesn't really songwrite, and you know, her singing they've already auto tuned to a bunch. Yeah. It's a shame, it's a shame. It's like they don't have any value with her, you know. They could do more if they just went on tour together, but he's 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 devoted to Raina. Hopelessly devoted. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, and Juliet says, him and Raina are like an old married couple. All the hassle with none of the benefits. What is she talking about there? She means like, you know, money, royalties? Well, one of the benefits is skinny dipping together, which they do. And Deacon is going to be a dead man, apparently, as he says to himself, <laughs> while he strips naked and runs off with her. Uh, I guess his chips out. Yeah. <laughs> Gets his chills out. Oh, um, that sounds much worse. <laughs> thanks, Daddy. Uh, uh, oh, uh, oh, I did not like that. No, thank you. So now we're at the uh, vulnerability study with Teddy. Mm. Um, and they ask if he's had a girlfriend, if he's paid for, and he says, No, no, I haven't paid for anything. He gets everything for three pounds. Yeah, he does. He yeah. goes into any shop and is like, That one. <laughs> He has to click his fingers, and by that one, he obviously means a woman. So they start talking about um, the real estate business that uh, his investment group purchased. Totally legitimate, nothing wrong. $75 million of tracked land along Cumberland River. Yeah, think about how many guitars you could buy for the Cumberland River. What a waste. You could fill it up like it's the prestige. Right, well... Just one seventy-five million dollar guitar. Oh, if you want to go for the seventy-five million dollar guitar, sure. But if you want to go for the fifty thousand guitar, right? Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> where did you pluck that number from? Well, um, I don't know, but you'd have to get. Uh, was it? Uh, was it one and a half million guitars? Probably. One of us should do the. Uh... <laughs> Do the, um, do I was doing basic maths. Oh, wait. Okay. So, um, Teddy... I'm sorry, like... I was on Division Road here. <laughs> I wasn't on my multiplication table yet. Um, Teddy served two terms on the board of Music City Credit Union, which oh. had an investment in the same project. Who would have thunk it? Okay, so he's kind of really involved in the Cumberlands. A little bit. A little mm. bit. That's fine, though, right? That's all well up on the up and up. Oh, you'd think so. You you would think so, wouldn't I would, you? I would hope people who work in investing in real estate are comfortable with knowing all the good things about the world and not doing anything bad or illegal or problematic or possibly destructive to other people to make more money for themselves. I just want real estate moguls to be, you know, positive for the environment and the world. Well, he resigned from uh, the MCCU. Right, okay. Music City Credit Union. Oh, so um, he's not... Right. right before the Cumberland deal fell apart. Oh, so, okay. So he knew that uh, he should get out of there because 
you know, money's dangerous and he doesn't want to deal with the fact that things are falling well, apart. They, they didn't have to do with one another, apparently. Okay. Uh, no, knows? of course not. He, I mean, he, you can't see things coming. He was probably offered better jobs somewhere else. The seeds like, are being it. sown. Well, and the Columbia um, Cumberland River. Yes. Okay. Um, Water so weeds. Now, we're, now we are at Avery's gig, where he is singing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what he's singing? Um, was it Emotion? No, it was Twisted Barbed Wire by Elvis Costello. It didn't sound like Elvis Costello to me. It was Elvis Costello's Twisted Barbed Wire. Twisted Barbed Wire is on <laughs> its way. Um, and Scarlet's in the crowd, mm. chameling along. Uh, as Avery finishes, he comes off stage and there's uh, a couple of girls flirting with him, saying he's so hot, he's amazing, oh my god, but he's not a great boyfriend. Um, and one of the flirty girls sees Scarlet and says, hey, I know you, and then Gunner turns up, she says, I know you too. You two were at the Bluebird together. Were they? You I two? love that song you sang. Wait, what was you it? Two. Oh, <laughs> Miracle of Jody Ramone. That's another bracket <laughs> song. Um, so now the secret's out. Avery knows what, what happened at the Bluebird. Oh, they sang a song. And you know what it's like when you're songwriting. Now imagine and, the song yeah, singing. It, well, Avery says to um to Scarlett, what, what's going on? She says, oh, you know, we're just songwriting. We're just writing songs. Is, is writing all that's going on? Oh, for now. I mean, yeah, now. it seems to be because she's with him. And yeah. they're a perfect relationship and they're going to marry each other. And she says it, it's just an old poem that Gunner put music to and, and she felt silly doing it. And then the Whitey thing happened. Wait, what Whitey thing? Whitey? Whitey? You mean Whitey White? Whitey White heard that she was doing some poems about cats <laughs> set to music and he was like he snorted some meth and decided that was great he's, <laughs> he's cooking up something even better now well you know Avery says it's not nothing that Wally White wants to record demos with you yeah no he discovered half this town but you know Scarlet yeah says, he got a shovel out he found they were buried for a while him and Antonio Banderas <laughs> got them out. Well, Scarlett says, you know, it's it's not a big thing. People record demos all the time and nothing happens with yep. them. Nothing comes of it. I think Avery knows a thing or two about that. Does he? Awkward. He's never pressed a demo before, has he? He's not, you know, handed it off to anyone to listen to, has he? I, I feel like he's done it more than once, to be honest. We've only oh, seen yeah. it once in the pilot. Well, we've never but... seen it. Have we seen it already? Oh, we saw no it last way. week. Last yeah. week? That was a week yeah. ago. I mean, uh, what happened then? Did Deacon listen to it at any point? He used it as a coaster. Oh, no, he said he wasn't going he to use wasn't it. He wasn't going to use it as a coaster, but, <laughs> you know, his word goes back and forth. Maybe yeah. he got... Because at some point, I'm, I'm going to spoil a little bit, but uh, Raina drinks some whiskey, and there's no coaster for her. Yeah. So if <laughs> she and Deacon have had this long relationship without coasters, he does use demos from other people's coasters. We don't know. We don't know. Um, so now we're with... Uh... Lamar, sorry, Daddy and Coleman. Oh, um, how was that? Uh, and Coleman basically says, "Don't mess with me." You know, loyalty, loyalty is a one-way street with you. Yep, Division Row. Whatever you give, you're going to get it back. So you know they're in for a fight with this uh, mayor race. This race of mayors. Yeah, who's going to win? Is it hurdles? Who is going to win? <laughs> no, it's Ed and Spoon. Oh, I like that. I really want to see. <laughs> I want to see him play doing the egg and spring race now. Um, Three legged, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rainer's got to be tied up with Teddy. Oh no, I think like Rainer should be tied up with Lamar because <laughs> who? Daddy. Oh. Uh, you. I keep trying to to get away from it, and then you you remind me. So you know, I'm trying to be nice, but then you 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 clearly want Daddy. <laughs> That's my secret. I've always been a daddy. <laughs> um, so now we're back at rehearsal again with Reno and Deacon. Backstage uh, at rehearsal times. And Deacon Deacon studio. gets a delivery. Special delivery. A new guitar. With a... Bands. Well, they say you have to... Uh, you know, they recommend putting $50,000 insurance on it. Mm. Like right away. You noticed there was a little bow on the guitar as well. A nice it little was. Tap. It to was. To show it's new, it's a present. I've done that before. It's quite fun to do. 
is quite fun. Both it makes, fun. makes things yeah, a little bit more special. I've also um, informed people whenever I've handed them presents, they should get $50,000 for insurance. Right. <laughs> yeah. They open it up and it's just, you know, it's like a bar of chocolate or something. But it's good to well, have insurance in case it melts. Well, Raina's not happy. No, of course not. not happy. And they have a little fight. Um, Deacon says, you know, Raina says she needs him here playing these songs. And he says, well, I've been playing these songs every Thursday at the Bluebird. If you ever bothered to come along and be there for him, Damn I wonder right. if that'll come up again. Nope. Well, she storms off. Says, uh, no, I've got to be honest. I don't think it will since we're backstage. I've not seen Raina here for, you know, oh. this whole time. Yeah. Um, well, now we're back at, well, not back. Well, back since last week at uh, Juliet's mansion. Um, she's annoyed. She's had no thank you from Deacon yet, which is a bit rude, to be honest. But I if you hand a guitar of that level, you should get a thank you. Uh, just a text, like, cheers, and a, De- and a selfie. You know, Deacon's been pulled from either side here. He doesn't know who to who to go with. And They were songwriting together. Yeah, yeah. In the wet, nude kissy times. That means nothing these days, though, does it? I don't know. To me, that means everything. All these open songwriters. Um, <laughs> I, I like uh, the panpipes more. The what? I, I'm a panpipist. Panpipist. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, so um, Juliet's manager, Glenn, I remember this one, um, says, don't, don't, don't think about, don't worry about Deacon, just have a look here. Here's your new music video that we recorded. Yes. Remember Let's when he, the... remember when he held up all that traffic? A quick edit, just um, to show an intensely, intensely claustrophobic close-up, like it's Birdman. Yeah, yeah, it uh, is. Julia's not happy with it. Considering we saw jibs all around the set, so yeah. you know you had some cranes, you had some movement, you had some wides, but and they shot at the same time. There must be an angle. Yeah, you'd think so. An angle just to show, hey, look, we shot with extras on a dancing on a sculpture. Here's a bit of that. If you're going to, again, this is going to be a thing they're going to post online after this, just when the song comes out on iTunes. And that's the attitude is intense close up. I get she's a hot commodity, you want her face, but you also want scale. Yeah. Well, maybe if they did what you suggested, she would like As it. But she doesn't, she doesn't like it. She, no, she, she don't it. like it. How's this going to help get Deacon in the band? It's not you legitimate. Know? It doesn't look it, like How's he going to take her seriously? It's, but, made you know, for, it's made for pre-teens. It's not made for post-teens. But Glenn says, don't worry about that. Think about your teenage fans. Yes. To which she tells them She to... says, I can't songwrite wink, wink, nudge, nudge <laughs> with teenage fans unless you want me to be wink, wink, nudge, nudge, cancelled. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she get, tells them to get the hell out. And that's that. Yeah, that's that. It's weird. It just cuts to credits right away. <laughs> well, that's that with her so far. Oh, okay. Um... So now we're back with Raina and Teddy, and it's her time for the vulnerability study. Uh, she's not vulnerable, same... though. You know, she's you know, a country singer. She's, oh, yeah. She's hard-edged. She's invulnerable, yeah. Um, so we're, we've got this mixed in with uh, Juliet recording Undermine. Oh, you just said she was done. We're done with Juliet. Well, yeah, for now, but then we're back already. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, with Undermine, so... with, her, with her additional lyrics. Yeah, well, Juliet, Juliet's recording Undermine and Raina is um, answering questions about her and Deacon. Yeah. They dated for about 11 years. 11, um, they, uh, it wasn't just dating, was it, though? It was uh, a little bit more than that. It just it felt like it was more than that. Well, Deacon started having personal problems, so she started dating Teddy. Yeah. Uh, she didn't end a relationship, nope. uh, per se, because he's still in her band. band. They're still yep. close. Uh but their romantic relationship ended when he went into rehab, which is kind of, I don't know, it seems... That's just, I mean, that's pretty intense to in. lose everything all at once when you're going into a locked environment to deal with yeah. your shit. That just seems like you've got no hope when you come out, so what's the point? I feel like Deacon got the cold end of the stick. Yeah. yeah Stick's famously end. hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Raina did pay for his treatment, though, so... Yeah, so so she she paid for him to be locked away away from (laughs) her while she said actually also goodbye. Well, well, it's not like she got married to Teddy while Deacon was in rehab. Oh wait, no, she did. She got married to Teddy while Deacon was in rehab. To be fair, she did send him an RSVP, but he was locked in rehab for another twelve years after that. 
couldn't wait after that. She was, you know, with <laughs> child. So, well, maybe one asked, of them was Deacons. Maybe <gasps> she's asked between them now, have there been any romantic stuff with Deacon? She says no, and she cuts the meeting short. Because there's not, and it's rude for you to ask. Yeah. And I know that, you know, Chip Heston will be, would have yes added that. But Rayner, a bit Charles more. Charles Heston a, wouldn't. Who? Charles Heston wouldn't have. Well, but Chip Heston would, because that's his <laughs> profession. But uh, Rayner didn't do that. She doesn't yes and. She's like, no, cold hard fact. No. No butt. Um, exactly. He's, she's not seen his butt for a while. <laughs> exactly. Now, if you ask um, Juliet, she would have to mind all of that. <laughs> Oh, I'm so proud of you. Um, <laughs> so now we are at my favourite point of this episode with Reddit. Gunner. With Gunner uh, playing on stage. Um, with a white hat? Yes, white cowboy hat. Fringe, and he's just looking oh so country. Singing, Is he got a bolo um, tie or is it just a weird thing on his lapel? Um, I think it might just be a weird thing on his lapel. Um, is it thick? But he's, he's singing, um, I'll be there if you ever want me. I'll be there, brackets, if you ever want me. Oh, it's not that. That's recorded in 1960, 1954, apologies. Uh, well, no, recorded in 1953, December 28th, released in January 1954. Right. Um, written by Rusty Gubbard and Ray Price. It's a Ray Price single. Um, and I am here for it. I love this song. And I want more of this kind of music throughout Nashville, please. I just want Gunner. You want it to be wall to wall music, don't you? Oh, yeah. I want Gunner okay. singing this kind of music. He's, he's good. I, I love the little whiny kind of country sound he, he brings. And it's, 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 well, I it's just like, love it. Old way, old yeah, way, exactly. old way. That kind of country. That's okay. what I love. Um, so Scarlett's come to visit him. She's, uh, they sit outside, and who is wearing the hat? Well, he was wearing the hat on the he was. That's the thing we have to remember. She was, he was yeah. definitely wearing a hat. And there's a double, double bass behind and him? She definitely wasn't. Yep, double bass behind him. Yeah, standing up, playing around, having fun. He was wearing a hat too, double bass man. Yep. They but were wearing hats. Wasn't. They were all she wearing wasn't. hats. Oh, she didn't wear a hat. She doesn't wear a hat. So no. I'm guessing outside. Now, I've watched this episode. I'm guessing outside, he's still wearing the hat. No, she's wearing a hat. What? She's wearing his hat. No, his what? hat? I mean, that's just blatant cheating there. That's, that's, I mean, there's songwriting and there's wearing someone's hat. Yeah. You, you go into a vulnerability study and say you wore someone's hat, you are done. Your career is over. Just, I'm, I'm shocked and appalled. I can't believe this out on ABC. They had better standards than that, I figured. This is HBO. Um, well, Scarlett says about the, uh, you know, the idea of uh, writing and singing for Watty White. She can't do it. She can wear yeah. his hat, but she can't she can't do she can't deal writing. with you know yeah. Heisenberg like that. That's just too yeah. much pressure. <laughs> um, right. She doesn't want to mess up a relationship with Avery. Uh, I mean, yeah, again, they're gonna get married and they have yeah. six seasons of glorious love. Well Gunna says there's no us without you, which is right, there is a U and an S in us. Um Sure, I can kind of justify that. He says, forget about me and forget about Ivy. What do you want to do? And to which she replies... Well, she wants, she wants to do it, but, you know... Um, well, he's... Gunner says, you know, you want to be with someone who won't let you be... You, why would you want to be with someone who won't let you be who you are? She says, no, no, Avery will support me. Then what's the problem? What is the problem? Is. is there perhaps feelings for Gunner growing inside her and she doesn't want to uh, well, yeah, admit those feelings? It's obviously friendship feelings. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. Pull the other one. Um, I will. <laughs> uh, so now we're back with Raina and Teddy. Um, quite a little quick scene, but she basically says she's not on board with Teddy. She wasn't on board with his campaign, yeah. but she isn't on board with him being happy again. And this, this is when they are... The word, this is after the uh, vulnerability study. This is they're just... having a drink, is it? Yeah. They're just sat and uh, Teddy is using a coaster. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I forgot Brainer. the coaster obsession. Brainer. <laughs> and it, it's, a, it's a wooden table. Uh, yeah. No coaster. <laughs> Gonna leave a ring. 
I know she's rich enough to you know, deal with that stuff, but uh, don't just furniture. <laughs> don't well, ruin your furniture, you stupid bloody person. It's um, ah. it's a two way street with her and Teddy. Uh, yeah. She's supporting him with his campaign, despite her not really being happy with it, but she's happy with him being happy. She's supporting him, so he wants to do the same for her. So he, he's supporting her, her tour with um, Deacon. Deacon, despite his clear uh, fascination still with her as a human being, as opposed to yeah. an artist. Yeah, um, it's going to get messy, I believe. It is. It is. Uh, so wait a second. There we go. Um, I was, got lost in my notes for a second. You just got lost in the episode again. You started watching. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm always watching. Okay. I close my eyes an episode of Nashville plays. Close my eyes only for a moment and Nashville appears. <laughs> um, and now we get to see Deacon's house. Yes. Another another location. Another new locale. Deacon's house exterior. Okay. Um, Juliet. I'm sorry, you got up. the script up? <laughs> I wrote the script. Um, oh, congratulations. <laughs> Uh, Juliet pulls up with the demo she recorded. Um, Coaster. <laughs> and she says, you know, listen to it. Let me know what you think. And he says, well, what do you think? And she says, well, I think something about you makes me want to grow up. It's kind of sweet. It is it's sweet, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. What do you think about Deacon's house? It looks quite cool, doesn't it? It's okay. Okay, just it's okay. It's too exciting to me. I, I don't want to live there. Do you? Yeah, I just want to live in Nashville, to be honest. Okay, well, that's um, different, you know. <laughs> now, if his house was, I don't know, the house from The Invisible Man, or, like, the bad guy's house in Upgrade, sure. If it was a Lee Wano house, obviously I'd want to live there. Yeah, right, okay. <laughs> right, I... That's the only, the only architecture <laughs> on my mind is flat, empty spaces with lots yeah. of water-sealing <laughs> windows. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? I don't know. I, don't I, just know. Want, I just want an infinite horizon and be able to look out at something. I'm stuck in a world. I don't like this world. Well, now Lamar, sorry, Daddy, is uh, oh. getting feedback from the vulnerability study which he organised. Uh, he's finding out what, what, what secrets did they divulge. Yeah, um, did they say anything about him? Well, Teddy didn't say too much. You know, and uh, what does she think of Daddy? Lamar... <laughs> No, didn't hear anything about that, to be honest. Oh, Lamar, no, I'm, I'm assuming that's what he was doing it for, really. So <laughs> he knows what to get her for Christmas. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the entire purpose. Well, Lamar's happy that... Um, what? A, a guitar that... with $50,000 worth of insurance? <laughs> okay. Lamar's happy that, um, that Teddy, didn't, Teddy still had secrets. He, you know, it was clear that he, he wasn't giving every, everything away. Yeah. He says a male with secrets is easy to control. What? He has a marking of controlling. <laughs> he has like he is preparing another statue himself. Runs yeah. in the family. <laughs> um uh so now we cut to Teddy uh throwing these uh secrets into a fire. Bunch of documents. Wonder what that's all about. I would assume it's based on the recipe for Cumberland sausages that he lost <laughs> Well, while this is happening, uh, Hail Hail by Shovels and Rope is playing uh, with a great lyric, Bad, bad boy with a selfish little soul. Hail, hail, rock and roll. That's what I was thinking. Rock, rock, rock and roll. In my notes, I put in brackets, Simpson sing the blue. Um, So now we're, for the third time, I think, we're back at the Bluebird. Hey! Yay! Um, Sorry, Deacon... someone just dropped a bottle. That's why we did that. <laughs> Deacon is on stage. He's not in the round this time. Do you, do you prefer it like this on stage and not in the round? Yeah. You, you're not a fan of in the round. Right. I find it too imposing. I don't like being close to other people. I'm you know, socially anxious now. That's fair enough. Do you know what? I must say that um, seeing, um, seeing bl- the Bluebird so like kind of not... It's, you know, it's, it's full, but it's still... See, when I and went, it's it so. But this is the point. Is, is this the point when they've already built the stage version for the? Uh, I, I imagine so. Yeah. Yeah. I think so they only did it for extras. Um, thing, yeah. But so. um, still, but even even so, like I think um, before Nashville came out, Bluebird wasn't 
nearly as popular. You know, it was, it well, was still I mean, popular. if you listen to our episode on Bluebird a couple of weeks ago, that's part of what they were yeah. talking about. It's yeah. the whole section on Nashville. And, it's, and how it's, it's changed the world for it. It is, it is very strange to see it, like, so quiet. And there's not, like, a queue outside. <laughs> and there's no real close-ups on the merch. Area. Yeah. Yeah. Weird. Um, so Deacon is on stage singing Matchbox Blues. I hear a little bit of, which is quite nice. Do you like it? Nice song. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Um, not memorable. Well, he's got a friend in the audience. He what? wants to invite her up. And we, we've no. seen Juliet. Juliet's in the audience. We've, we've seen a couple Wait, of Wait, Juliet Barnes is there? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, she could get invited oh, up to the stage. He invites his friend. Raina James could come up on stage. Raina James, yeah. No, no, Juliet Barnes is there. So they sing a a 20 year old song, first performed at the Blue Bird. So they sing it together on stage uh, called No One Will Ever Love You. And looking directly at Juliet Barnes, was she? Well, did you see Juliet miming along? (laughs) I just, I just, ever so slightly. Yeah. Meanwhile, Scarlet and Gunner are in the back. Um, Waddy White looks over at them and points over uh, Deacon and Raina. Like, this is this could be you, you know, but you're playing. Well, you're not playing. That's that's the problem, actually. Yeah. So Scarlet says, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, you know, play songs together, not the other hit. Um, and Juliet leaves embarrassed and uh, upset. Raina and Deacon sat in their car and Raina says, I wish we hadn't done that song. Now what are we going to do? Well, Raina comes back home and hugs Teddy and says, I love you. Oh. And credits. Sweet. They'll be together forever. I mean, there's a lot of, not a lot of relationships crumbling a bit here. Tiny little up. crumbles. Little crumbles here and there. Crumble, no. crumble. Um, what do you think? We're two episodes in now. Just finished episode two. Yes, we have. We finished how, episode two. How are you feeling? It's okay. Oh, it's... Um, we're building. We're building. We're this building. was a this was a quieter episode in many ways to uh, establish everything. And it, I felt yep. here the world was really forming. Yes, as yeah. we were seeing a lot more of the uh, intertwining of all the characters, which I yep. quite liked, and how some were reverent to others and some were irreverent to others. Yeah. The, I like, I, right, I, like, I get status here now. I get uh, landscape of Nashville. Yeah, and I like seeing the houses. The, the, you know, they're, they're, <laughs> you want to see where people live so you can stalk them. Yeah, I'm, I'm house-hinding while watching this. <laughs> um, so, um, but yeah, do you, do you, where do you think this gonna? Where, where do you think there is to go from here? Like, what, what, what do you think is coming? Oh, I think next? they've only got a couple episodes left, and then it'll be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, everyone will work together and release one album together, and it will sell fifty million copies and eventually win um, every Grammy, even <laughs> even the uh, comedy and spoken word Grammy. They'll win. Oh yeah, because there'll be one track on there which is just. Uh, Raina and Juliet doing a roast on each other, <laughs> and Pat Nosworth will be up. They're like, I, I should have won. I did. I did a whole album about my wife's death. And like, yeah, but you know, we we was sending zingers at each other, so we win. <laughs> Sit down. Um. Well, I suppose until next week. But um, are you it's... happy about watching this? Concert? I'm. 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 I'm happy. Are you uh, comfortable in Nashville? I more am. More so I'm than always... you are in London. I think I am. Yeah. I I do miss now. Like I really want to go back. No, you're here all the time, baby. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I I feel I feel this promise of uh, you know, you're 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 growing attached to it, and when the dramatic stuff happens, you're gonna you're gonna feel some things. What am I gonna, gonna feel? Well, I, I I'm gonna feel like I'm writing a song, or am I gonna feel like I'm swapping hats? <laughs> or maybe both at the same time oh come on <sighs> I haven't done that for a while I won't last a second <laughs> oh. um, well hey are you, are you considering listening to some of those songs yet or like going back not and listening really to... I'm still not kind of connecting with the songs themselves I'm, again the, the one with the slide guitar has a nice feeling because it's a bit of a slower piece yeah 
I, vocally, I kind of want them to stop showing off and start being. There's a quote I always go back to, which is uh, David Byrne. He always He's not in talk... this show. I know, but uh, he always talked about uh, people, you know, talking about his voice not being good. He said, uh, "I think people are more honest when their singing is not as good." And I just want yeah. people to stop trying to sing and start feeling the song. Okay, I think you'll 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 come across some really good ones. That. Hopefully by the end of at least by the end of the season you'll you'll want to go to the the season one soundtrack. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. At the end of every season, we just go to do a karaoke track. I think so. I think that's official now. But hey, we've still got another nineteen episodes to go. No, we've got a hundred and twenty. Well, for this season. For this oh, for the season. season. Until, yeah, <laughs> until we get to the karaoke. In a while. Um, until we, next we week. We make no promises, though. Look, um, I've just got word the manager wants me to go ahead and clean up some vomit that's sitting down there. Oh, sorry so, about that. Uh, yeah, thanks. Right, I ate some bad chicken. You, you got excited and you, you ate some bad chicken and you swapped a hat. It wasn't someone, here. But you, you, you should get yourself tested. You shouldn't just swap your hat with anyone. Yeah. Jesus, you are disrespectful these days yeah i've got to go and clean it up so uh, you might have to go off and uh oh, no, 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 close no, up shop your own i've got to rush to the bathroom get your bucket ready yep <laughs> until next week we've been out backstage at the black uh, we <laughs> take it again we've been backstage at the bluebird talking about nashville thank you for coming thank you for listening <laughs>